welcome back to the Sex Mancers podcast. Hey, I have some exciting news for 2019. Because of the growth of this show, I am now putting together a line of merchandise, you know, shirts, apparel, you know, uh, tumblers, mugs, all of that, uh, that will be available for you to purchase as a way of supporting the show and being able to get some laughs in the process. You know, I hope to have uh, some of the merchandise, uh, you know, ready, you know, uh, for you to start buying uh, at the 1st of February. Uh, That is my stretch goal. Otherwise, uh, it should be ready by no later than the end of February for you to have at least some merchandise, you know, that you can purchase to help support the show further. These are, you know, like I said, shirts, uh, backpacks, uh, drinks, you know, uh, mugs, tumblers, all of that. Some of it is going to be designed just to be funny. And some of it is going to be designed as statements that you can wear proudly. I was thinking, and I'm just running this by you, how would you like to drink from a coffee mug, a tumbler, or a sports bottle that just reads, I swallow, right? You know, now obviously that's the reference, you know, to giving a blowjob and swallowing, but also it has that double meaning that you're swallowing your liquid. You get to have fun drinking from this cup, you know, or mug, tumbler, whatever, teasing your husband about what he might be able to expect later on that day, or you can have a good laugh as other people see you uh, taking a drink that just says, I swallow on the mug. That is, you know, I think that would be fairly funny. And I could also uh, put together, you know, a, a shirt where just on the back, it says, do not enter with the do not enter sign with an arrow pointed to your ass. All right. So, that is uh, for the comedic value. You know, um, then there will be other th- uh, shirts with designs and, you know, uh, or text statements and stuff that is going to show how much you love your husband and what a devoted wife uh, you are. So when the uh, merchandise store is up and ready to go, you know, you'll be able to go ahead and check it out and help support the show while getting some merchandise that should bring uh, some comedic value to your life. All right. Now, second thing here before we get into the show is I know I stated that I'm getting a video channel, uh, you know, ready to go. I am finding that video uh, is a little more uh, cumbersome in uh, doing the recording, the editing, you know, um, to keep it entertaining. I may just decide to start skipping the whole editing process and just give you a raw recording of me doing a five minute version, you know, of this show to give you, you know, kind of an overview of the advice, at least to start with. And then, you know, at some point I'm going to be taking it into a live stream, you know, live streaming it on Periscope, YouTube, you now, uh, possibly you now, I'm not quite sure about that. Facebook live, and you would be able to, you know, ask your questions live on the show and periodically I would answer them, you know, or provide you, you know, um, a brief answer or statement, you know, kind of a question and answer session. So that is something uh, that will be coming. And then I can just upload that, uh, video, you know, on YouTube as well. And, you know, 
well, I guess live streaming on YouTube wouldn't need to upload it, but you kind of get the picture, you know, of some of the things that I am trying to be able to bring as well as, you know, increasing the blog posting. I mean, I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, when I just go to sit down to try and write stuff out, it's much like the same way with the book. You know, it's kind of writer's block, but I promise I will be getting to these things and providing these in 2019. Okay, so let's get into today's show. You know, when your man has a birthday, that is a special day to him. Why? Because it's the only day that's actually about him. You know, it's the one day of the year where he gets to choose what he wants to do, what he wants. You know, the day where he can just sit back and relax if he wanted to, you know, if he takes the day off of work for his birthday, he can just lounge around and relax. He can just go off and, you know, just do what he wants. You know, it's not like the same thing as father's day where, you know, the interesting thing about father's day is it has nothing to do with what the father wants to do. It's all about, you know, him being forced to take part, you know, and doing activities with the family and, you know, going off and doing what everybody else wants to do. But his birthday, his birthday should be the one time of year where he gets to do what he wants to do without any whining, pissing, or moaning. You know, and without expectations that it's some big family event uh, or family activity that is going on, he chooses. You know, and as a man gets older, what he wants on his birthday changes, right? It's not the same. So when you're, you know, younger, you know, let's say, you know, you're in your early to mid twenties. What do you want for your birthday? You want to celebrate. You want to go out drinking. You want to have, you know, great sex, you know, with the girlfriend, the fiance or the wife, you know, being able to, you know, go through, have a special request for sex on the birthday. You know, I know I used to make all types of special requests of my wife for things that she normally wouldn't do throughout the year. And yes, ladies, don't be surprised if your husband waits until his birthday to make a special request for you in the bedroom of things that you normally would object to, but you're most likely to say yes because it's his birthday. You know, guys will use that and you got to decide, you know, if you really want to you know, make his birthday special because birthday sex, oh, that's all about him. You know, that's all about his pleasure, his desire. Don't expect birthday sex to be about sexually pleasing you. It's the one time of the year where the guy gets to be completely selfish in bed and gets to make the request for you, you know, and some of that request, you know, might be, you know, to get you to go through with anal sex for the first time or to get you to let him watch you masturbate, you know, so that he can see how you like to play with yourself so that he can learn how you like to be touched down there, you know, along with a whole host of other things, all right? And again, there is no complaining allowed on his birthday. You know, he chooses his birthday gift, his birthday treat. There is absolutely no complaining. Now, does that mean you have to go through, you know, with it? Okay, no. I mean, you do have the ability to say no to, you know, things like anal sex if that is something that is a hard no for you. But 
you have to be more willing to try certain things that you know you may not normally want to do because you're not sure whether or not you would like it. And there's also the possibility that his special birthday request or treat has nothing to do with sex. And maybe he wants you to cook a meal that he really likes, but, you know, you don't really care for it. You know, maybe it's uh, going out to eat at a restaurant that you normally don't like and that he gets or he has to sacrifice or go there alone when he wants to eat. And if he still has to go there alone, well, then you got to take care of, you know, whatever kids that you have. If you do have kids while he gets to go out and enjoy a quiet meal. You know, you know, again, this is his birthday. It should be something uh, that is a little bit special for him. All right. Also, some gifts that you can think of. All right. So there are, uh, you know, several gifts uh, that you can give. And it depends on, you know, what age the guy is and whether or not you have kids. If you do have kids, all right, I will make, uh, you know, a, a few suggestions here. And believe it or not, these are non-sexual ideas for gifts. You know, so if you're a guy, let's say you have a couple of kids, you're in your late 20s or, you know, early 30s or even older, you know, whatever. And the kids are still young and, you know, they're still wild. They yell, they scream, blah, blah, blah. Here's some things that you can get them. One, a Roku, right? And you may be thinking, a Roku? Really? Hear me out. In addition to, you know, the easeability of, you know, Netflix, Hulu, and I get it, you may have a smart TV, you know, that already has these apps built into the TV, you know, in which case, fine, maybe this isn't the great gift. But if you don't, you know, and you want to, you know, do Netflix on TV and all that, and you got something else, you know, that doesn't have the main feature of a Roku, you may decide to go ahead and replace the Roku or replace whatever you're using on the main TV, put the Roku on there and switch whatever's on that TV to your secondary TV. But here's the reason why you would get him a Roku because that Roku remote, it has a spot for headphones, right? So you get him a Roku, he gets to plug the headphones into the remote, and whether the kids are screaming or yelling, he actually gets to hear what's on TV. He actually gets to watch his show and drown out all that yelling and screaming. Which brings me to item number two. If you're older and you know you have smaller kids, noise-canceling headphones. All right. These are some good ideas, you know, for guys, you know, so that they can get away from all the screaming and the yelling. And plus, you know, ladies, you have kids, they're yelling and screaming, driving you nuts as well. Well, if you're a stay at home mom and he goes off to work, you get to use these items too. <laughs> so uh, there is that, or, you know, you get to switch off, you know, on what nights, you know, you get to exchange using those to escape all the screaming. But what are some other things that you can do, you know, for a gift? Okay, well, the, a lot of it uh, depends on your guy, what his interests and hobbies are, you know, and you should know that. But don't discount the value of sex coupons. Whether you can go down to the local sex shop and purchase these 
or you could just make them up on your own computer using a coupon template. I had my wife, you know, one time for my birthday, uh, give me, you know, sex coupons that at any time, uh, any day, I can just exchange that coupon for that service, right? So let's say I had a hard day at work. You know, I come home, you know, I give her a coupon uh, that she gave me for a back massage. I lay down, she gives me a back massage. I feel a little more relaxed. Or I give her that coupon that when cashed in is for her to give me a blowjob. Yes, you know, that is a good coupon. Uh, there's, you can also do, you know, just sex. You can do role-playing, uh, master and slave, you know, coupon where he gets to lay back and relax while you ride him to completion, you know, just for his benefit. You know, you know what it is that your husband, you know, likes the most. And so give him a coupon for those things you know, uh, for both sexual and non-sexual items, right? That coupon book, you know, to get you to engage in whatever he needs at that particular moment, you know, and of course you can limit it to, you know, uh, just 10 uh, blowjobs or five blowjobs or, you know, five of each or mix it up. One gets 10 and one gets three, you know, you can kind of gauge by, how willing you're, you think you'll be to actually go through with uh, the whole coupon deal. You know, so, I mean, if you can imagine going through with it, you know, just three times, you know, and no more, fine. You know, go through and, you know, do that. And maybe throw in a wild card where, well, I guess it doesn't really matter wild card uh, because, you know, the master and slave would be, you know, uh, you know, able to account for that. And yes, you know, master and slave role-playing can be fun. But in the end, you know, when you th think about his birthday, it should be all about him, you know, and what he wants, just like your birthdays should be all about you and what you want to do. You know, this whole idea where, you know, in some relationships, one uh, person thinks that their birthday is so special, it's all about them, what they want to do, yada, yada, yada. And then when the other person's birthday comes along, all they do is piss, bitch, and moan. You know, oh, I don't want to do that. That's not fun. I just don't feel like it. Oh, I'm just not in the mood, yada, yada, yada. All right? And it can be reversed. Sometimes it's the girl that is, you know, uh, selfish like that. And sometimes it's the guy, you know? So, you know, Again, uh, as part of uh, what this podcast is about, it's about the actions that you can take, you know, ladies, you know, to start improving the relationship. This is about you taking that initial step. Okay, so let's also go into some other things that you can do here in 2019 because, well, there's still plenty of year left in this. All right. So how about uh, doing a sex challenge? That's right, a sex challenge. Now, maybe you've heard of this. A sex challenge is where you go off and you're trying to have sex every day for a certain period of time. You know, whether that be a five-day sex challenge, you know, just Monday through Friday, whether that be a seven-day, 14, 21-day sex challenge. Now, some people do the 30-day sex challenge, but let's face it, ladies, it's not really 30 days because of your cycle. 
you know, you're only getting, um, you know, if your cycle has you, you know, um, you know, on a period for like seven days, well, then you're cutting seven days out of that month. So, you know, if you're going to do a sex challenge, you know, for an entire cycle, what you would do is just say from the end, you know, from day one is the end of, you know, your period and you're going to do it every day until your next period starts. That is a sex challenge. Now you can decide how many days, you know, that you want to do a sex challenge for. And in doing the sex challenge, you got to understand that the sex challenge isn't necessarily going to be penetration every single day. You know, you can just say, hey, we're going to do engage in, you know, sexual activity every day. So that will be, you know, a switch up or an exchange uh, between oral sex and penetration. Now, as you go through that, you got to realize that you're probably not going to have an orgasm and he's probably not going to get off every single day. The point of the challenge is to, you know, engage in sexual activity to create a bigger bond or a stronger bond between you. You know, a lot of couples that have gone, you know, through these challenges, you know, report that after seven days, after 14, after 21 days, or, you know, after every day for a complete cycle, they have, you know, been, you know, more bonded to each other. They have a deeper connection on, you know, the, uh, the strains on the marriage, you know, were not as, you know, strenuous, right? They were reporting that, you know, the, uh, that, the, that it improved their relationships a lot. Now I get it. If you're not having a whole lot of sex, the whole idea of sexual, you know, uh, intercourse or activity every day for an entire cycle. Oh man, that, that, that could be, you know, frightening to you. You may think there's no way in hell you could go through with that. Okay. I understand. So maybe you start off with just the seven day challenge, right? You can engage uh, between oral sex and penetration for seven days in a row, you know, have them go down, tease you. Uh, even if you're not going to be able to have an orgasm, tease you by eating you out, you know, one or two of those days, you know, maybe every other day is oral. Every other day is penetration, you know, kind of get you all teased up and you can give a blow job every other day and allow him uh, penetration every other day just for seven days. Right. And then if that goes well, you can go to the 14 day challenge and then you can go to the 21 day challenge and the entire, you know, uh, from the end of one cycle to the beginning of another cycle challenge. Right. You can go through and do all of that, you know, and get him, you know, involved. Now, before you start the challenge, though, you got to start talking about what is off limits. Right. You know, of course, you know, if you don't like anal sex, you can point out that that is off limits. Don't even bother trying that. You could state that, you know, you have other limits such as, you know, rooms, you know, you know, whether or not you're comfortable getting out of the bedroom or, you know, what time of the day, you know, do you prefer your morning, your sex in the morning, afternoon or an evening? And that may be uh, dependent upon your work schedule. 
Now, another thing that you would do uh, before going off on this challenge is stocking up on lube. That's right, lube, because you may have problems, you know, going at it every single day and being able to produce enough natural lubrication and wetness on your own. And so in order to make sure that this doesn't become a nightmare, make sure you stock up on enough lube to avoid that dryness and any pain that would come with dryness, you know, going at it so often. And of course, you know, engaging in oral sex, I get it. Some women, one of the things that they don't like about oral sex is taste. You know, is it too salty? Maybe, you know, he needs to take a shower before you engage, you know, in sex. And, you know, he showers in the morning, you know, sweaty all day, yada, yada, yada. You know, you can use flavored lube or you can be more creative than just flavored lube. You can go off and, you know, go to the store and get some whipped cream and, you know, uh, put uh, whipped cream on him and lick it off. Hey, that works as well. You know, and make sure that you find, you know, the lubrication that works best for you. And you want two lubrications. One is the flavored lubrication for when you're engaging in oral sex night. And two, lubrication that, you know, uh, doesn't dry up and become so sticky during sex. I mean, that is one of the things about some of the water-based lubes is, you know, they start off great, but they break down pretty quickly. And so you need to figure out which lubrication is going to, you know, work for you and last as long as you need it to last. All right. Another thing, you got to understand that when you're in the bedroom during uh, your challenge, it's a no rejection zone. Of course, it should be a no rejection zone because you're going to do it every single day during this challenge. And so you're going to, of course, say yes. But even after the 30-day challenge, the bedroom should be a no-rejection zone. Whoever is horny and needs sex that night should know that they get an automatic yes. Whether that's you ladies, because some of you women have libidos much higher than the men that you're married to or in a relationship with. And you know what? If you just say yes every time a guy needs to, you know, needs to or wants to have sex with you, you know what? Your libido will naturally increase and your sex drive will account for wanting to have sex that often. It's just a matter of, you know, going through and rejection. You know, rejection in the bedroom, especially if it's consistent. Let's say you're only having sex once a week, but he's asking you three times a week. That rejection is damaging your relationship. So the bedroom should be a no rejection zone. Just try the whole exercise of, you know, if you can't go for the 30-day sex challenge or an everyday sex challenge, just go for the challenge of for the next two or three months. Never say no. Unless you're, you know, having a period. Okay, okay, I understand that. But if you're not and you can't handle the everyday challenge, you know, for a short period of time, then for the next two to three months, your challenge would be to never say no when your uh, when uh, your partner asks to have sex with you, or starts making the move to initiate sex with you. All right, and of course, you know what? It's not all about just the sex. So. It isn't as though the 30-day sex challenge is you go to the bedroom, you just strip naked, wham, bam, you're done. 
no, no, no. You can go in and do, you know, foreplay, you know, throughout the day and even, you know, foreplay in the bedroom to help get you, you know, started and warm up. Foreplay, you know, can be things like, you know, outside of the bedroom, you know, before you're getting hot in sex, you know, this could be hugging, this could be shoulder massages, this can be butt grabbing, uh, this can be, you know, just kind of friendly, playful touching with each other. And then it can also be, you know, once you're in the bedroom, massages, you know, back massage, foot massage, neck massages, you know, um, going through and just kind of being there, you know, helping to relax each other. And even, and I know, you know, this seems maybe strange coming from a guy because guys aren't naturally known to wanting to do this, but it can even be cuddling. You know, just kind of laying there in bed, just holding each other, cuddling up and having a, you know, a slight conversation as you start getting ready and preparing for sex. You know, that holding can help, you know, start the induction of the hormones, you know, start, you know, taking a look at, you know, your body going through preparing for sex, especially if you've made holding and cuddling, you know, the precursor to sex. Then your body just knows when you're being uh, held in bed and cuddling in bed that sex is coming and your body's going to start preparing for it. But it's not just about the sex. It's about all the things you do to show each other, you know, how much you're still attracted to each other, playfulness, and helping uh, to relieve tension before you start having sex. Now, what about after? you completed your 30-day challenge, right? After you've completed the whole challenge of, you know, you're going to, you know, want to go through and cater to him, you know, for 30 days or, you know, cater to each other. But if you have a challenge where you're going to be, you know, uh, going through having sex, you know, for 30 days, you know, it should be, you know, as much about him you know, wanting to sexually entice you as it is about you sexually enticing him. But let's take a look at this 30-day challenge and switch it up a bit. You know, let's say, you know, for 30 days, you know, or from the end of one cycle to beginning of another cycle, you decide the challenge isn't about having sex for 30 days, you know, or sex every single day for that period of time. Let's say the challenge, you know, is that you're going to be his sex slave for that time period. You're going to be his sex slave for a week, two weeks, or three weeks, right? Where during that time, you're going to say yes every time he wants to have sex. You're going to say yes to whether or not he just wants a blowjob or whether or not he wants intercourse. You're going to say yes to him wanting you to be on top, doggy style, whatever. You know, try this. For 30 days, you know, or 28 days or whatever length your cycle is, right? For that amount of time, go off and actually submit yourself to being his sex slave. You know, having sex and when he wants, as often as he wants, doing whatever sexual activity that he wants. You know, and of course, before you initiate that, you know, you do want to talk about what your off limits are. You know, if anal sex is off limits, anal sex is off limits, communicate that 
uh, beforehand, but go up to him and go, hey, you know what? I've decided that for this length of time, I'm your sex slave. So as much sex as you want, how you want it, you know, with the exclusions of, you know, what your off limits are, you know, just, you know, say the word and my pants are off for you. Right? Just say that. Now, of course, of course, if you do it like that, if you go through and say, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, for 30 days, I'm your sex slave. Take me as often as you want. Then, in that particular situation, he should be willing to return the favor. So, let's say you do uh, a 21 day deal where for 21 days you agree to be his sex slave. He could take you as often as he wants, you know, doing whatever it is uh, that he wants, you know, blowjob, oral. Blowjob and oral, they're the same thing. But blowjob, you on top, doggy style, all of that. Just let him know that on the reverse side, right? On the reverse side, he's going to have to be your sex slave for that same amount of time. And that means during that amount of time, you know, he's going to have to do what you want. You know, cuddling, you know, um, know, massages, you know, eating you out. You know, how you want to be eaten out, you know, what positions you like, what rooms you like, you know, a a returning of the favor, you know, in which, you know, you, in which you go up to him and let him know what you want and boom, he drops everything and does that, you know, so you could kind of switch off here a little bit. And maybe one of the biggest challenges that you could do for 2019 is that every other month, Every other month, you two switch off uh, on who is whose sexual servant for that month. Who is whose, you know, sex slave for that month. So maybe, you know, uh, well, January is going to be, you know, pretty much over with. So maybe you started off in, you know, February or March, you know, uh, have an even number of months and just go, okay, for the rest of the year, on these months, I'm your sex slave to do with uh, as often as you want. And on these months, you're my sex slave, right? And, you know, we're going to do uh, the intimacy uh, that I want, you know, or whatever. You know, you, you go through and you determine how many times a year that you want to repeat this particular challenge, you know, and especially this whole going back and forth. I think that would be interesting, you know, go and spend uh, the rest of the year, every other month trading off over who is whose sexual servant, you know, him serving you sexually, you know, and intimately and you serving him sexually and intimately. And, you know, maybe you can go off and, you know, uh, if you can't handle the 21 days straight or the month straight, you know, yada, yada, maybe you just do it every other week, right? And there's a pause for the time in which you have your period because, I mean, no need in jipping any one of you. Um, But, you know, you do that every other week or every other month trade-off. And you may uh, see, you know, a huge change in your sexual relationship as he gets to know and understand from your demands and your commands what it is you want the most 
and you get to understand from him and his commands what he wants the most. Now, we can also take a look here at providing constructive feedback. Now, communication is lubrication, right, uh, for you women. But communication is very helpful for men, too. You know, in case you haven't noticed, men have a hard time figuring out what's going through your mind and what it is that you really and really do not like or want. So there has to be a recognition here about the difference between constructive feedback and critical feedback. You know, so constructive feedback is things, you know, where you don't take a negative into it, where you go, hey, you know how, you know, you do this with your tongue when you're eating me out? Have you ever thought about trying it, you know, this way? Or, hey, you know what? I really like it better when you're eating me out this way as opposed to that way. You know, constructive feedback uh, or critical feedback is, yeah, I just don't like the way you eat me out when you're doing that. I, I Just do it this way, you know, or I, I would prefer that that way. You know, you, you don't want to put a negative about saying what you don't like. You just may want to go through and say what you like better, you know, what really, you know, gets you going. You know, so take a look at, you know, how you phrase it, you know, can be a difference between constructive and critical. Plus, it's about whether your intentions with the feedback is to be insulting or helpful. All right. Now, communicate in bed what you like and do not fake it. Ladies, I don't know how many times, you know, this would have to be stated, but when you fake it in bed, when you're faking an orgasm or you're pretending to like something that really doesn't do anything for you, you're teaching the man that you're going to be spending so much time with, you know, especially if you're married, the rest of your life with the wrong way that you like to have sex. You know, you're denying yourself sexual pleasure by faking orgasms because he's thinking you're having an orgasm. That must be the way you like it. And he's going to keep doing it. You know, and so if you really want it to be more helpful, you know, just start guiding him with, you know, constructive feedback. Hey, could you, I like it better when you do it like this, you know, oh, I feel so much more pleasure when you're going at it this angle or this position or this speed or, you know, this depth or, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. You know, putting it like that, but, you know, do not do not train him, you know, to think that, you know, that what he's doing, that provides you no pleasure and just has you thinking, when will this be over, is how you like it. Because training him wrong is denying yourself pleasure. Choose your words wisely, right? So, when you want to go through and have a conversation about the things that you do and do not like in bed, choose your words wisely, right? Plan it out in advance. You know, the worst thing that can happen is you misstate something or use the wrong words. And what was going to be a great, you know, constructive feedback that will allow him to know what, you know, is going to help you achieve orgasms better you know, you use the wrong words and all of a sudden it's a huge argument and a huge blow to his ego 
and making him less likely to want to please you in bed. And you know what? Let's face it. This advice is good both ways. Think before you talk. Plan out that you know conversation whenever there's a possibility that a misstatement could have things going horribly wrong. Plan it out in advance, the words that you're going to use to kind of communicate to them uh, what it is that would help you achieve greater sexual pleasure or some of the things that, you know, don't really do it for you, you know, and timing of this conversation, timing of this conversation is going to be key too. you know, if he's had a bad uh, day at work, you know, and he's coming home, he's grumpy, he's already pissed off and all he wants to do is relax. And the first thing that you want to try and do is talk about, Hey, you know, you know, what you're doing is good, but you know, doing it this way would be better is not going to go over very well. You know, never try to have a conversation, uh, about sex and, you know, prep and sexual preferences when someone is in a bad mood, had a bad day and hasn't had a time to relax, unwind and get over it. You know, so timing, timing is going to be crucial here as well. Then also ask him to give you feedback. You know, there is always the possibility, believe it or not, women, that what you're doing is, well, you're not as skilled in bed as you may think you are. Now, women have it easier when it comes to sex. And I know some of you women are laughing, but let's think about it. You don't have to really go through and concern yourself so much with performance. You don't have to get and sustain an erection. You know, if you're not, you know, uh, wet enough, you can just throw on some lube and be good to go. You know, you're not, you know, having to worry so much uh, about the performance. And based off of, you know, general society, you know, the, you know, pleasure that a man gets, you know, uh, during sex, you know, or how, you know, you know, everything, I guess, operates for lack of a better word, you know, guys, you know, are going to get off, you know, easier, you know, women don't have to do a whole lot for a guy to, you know, uh, come, you know, and, you know, uh, achieve that orgasm of getting off, you know, a guy could pretty much get off with any woman, you know, for the most part. I mean, there's a few exceptions out there, trust me, you know, but for the most part, you know, all you have to do is just, you know, pretty much just lie there and not do anything. And the guy will get off, but you know, that doesn't mean that you're all that here. Let me put it to you in early nineties style, all that in a bag of potato chips, right? I don't know why that was ever a saying, you know, in the nineties, but you know, I watched a movie recently and it brought that up and it was just like, wow. I mean, that's just like back in the days when they said, as if, you know, as a statement, but anyways, you know, some of you women, you're not as skilled and talented as you may want to believe that you are, you know, and you know, that may be because women don't have to have a whole lot of skills and talent in bed, but you may want to ask him when you're giving him, you know, feedback for him to give you feedback as well. Now, don't ask for it right away. Tell him he could take a few moments to think about it so he can choose his words carefully. 
but ask him for feedback. Who knows, maybe the way that you're giving him a blowjob isn't really doing a whole lot for him, right? You know, because it may be the angle, the position, how you're set up, you know, how, you know, for it, all of that may not really be, you know, the best thing for him. You know, he may like it better when, I don't know, he's lying on the edge of the bed and you're down on your knees on the floor and it's the perfect height for you to give a blowjob. And maybe not so much when you're both just on the bed and you're, you know, off to the side of him leaning over his body and, you know, going that way, you know, maybe your elbow is a- is actually jabbing him, you know, in the ribs or, you know, some other spot or maybe, you know, the pressure that you're putting on his leg causes his leg to fall asleep. You know, there's so many things, you know, that go into that, but he doesn't want to speak up because, well, I mean, it still feels, you know, better than nothing, but he doesn't want to discourage you uh, by providing feedback that you may try and take in the law lo- in, in the wrong way. So just think about that. And remember though, this is feedback. This is not complaining and this is not nitpicking over every little thing. All right. Just keep that in mind. All right. Uh, that's it, uh, for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, I will be, uh, starting to work on a merchandise store, uh, as a way for you to help promote the show while having funny gifts. And I can pretty much guarantee you one of the first merchandise that will go up is a mug and tumbler and sports, uh, drink bottle that just reads, I swallow. I don't know why, but I know definitely I want to do that one. And I don't know, maybe a do not enter sign uh, on the back of a shirt with an arrow pointed to your ass. Uh, You know, I'm kind of debating on that one. I may just throw it up there. You know, I I just may, you know, do that just for the fun of it and see how many of you buy it. But yes, either way, a merchandise store is going to be on its way within, uh, you know, with items uh, being available by no later than the end of February. But... Most likely, um, I should hopefully have the first few merchandises uh, ready to go. You know, maybe by the beginning of February, if I can make that goal. All right, so check in the uh, links below uh, for ways, uh, other ways that you can support the show. Uh, if you're looking uh, to get a copy of the book, Women's Instruction Manual, Man's Collective Knowledge of the Female Mind, You know, 200 blank pages to show your man just how clueless he really is. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back again soon.